Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, it's Eric Ritter. Eric, you are the SEO sommelier. Uh, you are the founder uh, and CEO of Digital Neighbor. You're found on the web at digitalneighbor.com. And then your personal website, um, where you do a little bit more thought leadership on this, is helloericritter.com. Eric, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Josh. And I should also point out a fellow Floridian. So I'm in Orlando, you're down the road in Tampa. Uh, and so how is life in Tampa these days? Hey, it's great. I can't complain. You know, um, the weather's good. Um, business is going well. So uh, I'm, I'm enjoying myself here in Tampa. That's awesome. Who does Digital Neighbors serve? Are you primarily working with local uh, folks within Tampa? Yeah, so our primary um, clients are here in Tampa, but we also work with um, several companies or brands um, around the country as well. So we always like to say, you know, Tampa is home um, and we love working with our neighbors here in Tampa, but we don't limit ourselves just to Tampa. Yeah. Um, and what makes Digital Neighbor unique in the world of like, you know, if I were to hire someone to help with SEO, um, how could I understand who Digital Neighbor and kind of like what your your superpowers are? Yeah, no, great question. So it, it's it's in the name, right? We don't just have clients. We don't just want to be, um, you know, churn and burn. We want to be your neighbor. We want to have that long-term relationship. Um, we are compassionate. We are caring. We always want to have skin in the game and make sure that the people we work with are successful. I'm building that long-term relationship of trust and results um, along the way. And I think that's what makes us different is that we really do care about who we work with and making sure that they um, are successful. So it's not just one size fits all. We really want to get in there, understand what are the business KPIs, what are they trying to achieve, and how can we um, help contribute to that through our digital marketing SEO activities. Yeah. Well, what is working really well in SEO today, or what what would you say is is pretty vital? Yeah. So um, the really the the tenants of SEO haven't changed as long as I've been doing it. It's really all about having quality content on the website, you know, making sure that what you have on the website isn't just what we in the industry call thin content or just um, low quality. You want to make sure that there's a reason for everything on your website to exist, um, to make sure that it really speaks to the person, to your target audience, and that you're keeping your target audience in mind when you're creating your website and when you're creating the content that you're putting on it. And and how might we, it's like if we know who they are, like what type of content should we be creating? Yeah, so um, for a website, it's really 
um, anything that you can think of. So um, blogs and written content is always going to be kind of that cornerstone, but also um, videos and infographics and illustrations um, all help, right? Because um, when someone comes to the website, um, a video or an illustration might be able to explain a complicated concept much better. Um, for myself, I'm a visual person, right? When I go to a, um, a web page or a website and it's just a wall of text, you know, I, I lose interest and I leave, right? But if it's broken up and there's um, images in there and it's easy to digest that page there, I'm going to spend more time, I'm going to engage. And so that's something to keep in mind is just putting up words to put up words isn't always the best strategy. Yeah. Um, it, it's, is there, so the value from Google's eyes, you know, like if we're thinking strictly in what is Google going to like, they're going to be paying attention to time on site. And is that kind of where the, um, so we're kind of reducing the bounce rate. If uh, I click through to an article and I stay and I'm watching this video, it's primarily about the TOS as opposed to Google saying, okay, we really love the content in this video, or are they really taking into account how, how good the video is? Yeah, no, so great question. So it is really primarily um, a play for those engagement metrics, right? Making sure that people are engaging with that website, which is the time on that page, the time in sight, um, the bounce rate, making sure people aren't clicking to your page, going back to Google and clicking on a different page because that's a signal to Google. Like mm. you didn't have the best answer for them. They had to go somewhere else to find that, right? So um, with the, specifically the video, it's one way to kind of get people more engaged. And it's also, um, potentially a way to engage people in a different way because they might consume your YouTube video. You might have a great YouTube channel. They might find you over there. They might subscribe to your content and um, follow you there as well. So it's another potential avenue to bring people um, in and learn about your brand, your products, your services. Yeah. Um, if as a podcast guest, um, which you're uh, guessing, <laughs> um, what would you recommend to other podcast guests who are appearing on shows if they're thinking about the SEO value of this activity? Like, oh yeah, here's my checklist. Yeah, no, great question. So if you're um, going to appear on a podcast, make sure that the pod podcast is going to link back to your website, right? You want to have that backlink. That's really um, important to Google is um, getting that backlink. Um, if you're posting the video somewhere, put a transcript along with it as well, because Google likes to crawl those transcripts and read um, what the content of that um, interview is. Um, include um, any kind of keywords that you want um, to come up for or you want to be relevant um, in the title, in the description um, of that as well. Um, make sure that you're um, sharing it as much as you can, right? Kind of having that, um, that social um, kind of um, uh, social engagement as well can be powerful, right? People liking, sharing the video can be great signal to um, Google as well from a branding standpoint, right? I always say, you know, real do real company shit, right? Act like you're a real company and you're out there, you're promoting yourself, right? And you're getting your brand name out there. All that contributes to SEO. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and um, are there any... Mm, I don't want to say, yeah, obviously there's our own blog, there's our social media. 
are, are there any other like like medium or like are, 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 are you know repurposing our content on some of those types of platforms is is that valuable and if so which ones would you recommend yeah so um the the answer to that one really is it depends right who's your target audience who you're trying to reach and where are they spending their time right but to me um a, a long form piece of content whether it's a podcast or a video um can create so many other pieces of content right work smarter not harder so taking out the nuggets taking out kind of the key takeaways out of a, a video or out of a podcast and repurposing those um, on other platforms. So wherever your audience is spending time, whether that's on LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn is really, really popular right now. It's really powerful. So um, I always recommend looking at LinkedIn first. Um, Twitter um, definitely has its up and ups and downs, but you know, Twitter looks like it's still here to stay. You know, um, TikTok can be really powerful. People love videos um, on TikTok, right? Um, especially if it's edited, if it's really snappy to the point, that can be a good place um, as well. Um, and really all the others, no matter you know where people are spending their time based on their demographic, psychographic, could even be Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, out there. You mentioned Medium. Medium is a great one, right? Uh, because a lot of people go there because it's almost a trusted kind of resource, a trusted website on Medium. Um, people get paid by Medium to publish on there, right? So it's almost becoming um, kind of a journalistic platform there um, where there's trusted um, publishers. So I'm always a, always a big fan um, of cross-posting there as well. Yeah. Um, if someone is a, let's say they're either a podcaster <clears throat> or a YouTuber, like they're, they're creating, um, multimedia content. Um, you know, obviously I think, you know, taking that, embedding that on your site, creating a really, really great blog post to accompany that, um, is probably going to be, um, pretty valuable. And, and um, one tool, obviously, I think that folks are looking at, like, we're doing this now a little bit better, uh, is, you know, it, I could take a transcript and or I could take parts of that and I could put that into an AI tool like ChatGPT. And I can create something that's going to be a little bit more readable based on that. Um, any other guidelines you'd recommend for kind of what I'm talking? I mean, I'm just kind of sharing with you kind of some stuff that we're doing. You got any tips for me on like what you'd recommend from an SEO perspective? Yeah, I mean, you bring up a great point, right? And again, coming back to working smarter, not harder, using the tools available. ChatGBT is a fantastic tool to kind of um, repurpose, to um, aggregate, to rewrite certain things. You know, um, it's all about the prompts and all about the inputs there, right? Um, and it's been, it's kind of funny, just a real, a kind of semi-related story. A couple of days ago, I was talking to someone who's just coming out of college and I just worries like, oh my gosh, you know, it's a bad economic climate. And then, you know, there's these AI tools that are going to take the jobs. I'm like, no, you gotta, you gotta turn it around. You're, you can become an expert in these tools that a lot of old farts like myself are afraid of, you know, and there's brand new jobs coming up like a prompt engineer and a prompt engineer is someone who can use a tool like ChatGPT to do exactly what you said, mm -hmm. super efficient, right? Like, Hey, here's a, um, a podcast, you know, um, go ahead and cut that up into four, create four different blog posts that are all unique 
focusing on these different keywords for me based on the, the transcript here, right? So um, it's all about kind of how you're using that tool there um, in order to um, generate uh, more content, you know? Um, word of advice though, or warning, I guess, with yeah. ChatGPT is um, always proof everything, double check it and read it yourself, right? So I've definitely seen quite a few um, false items come out of yep. any kind of tool yep. like that. But again, um, it saves time, right? And that's what we're all about. We're all busy. We all want to save time. We all want to be efficient. And a tool like ChatGPT really allows us um, to do that, to kind of um, expand upon what before would take hours within just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, Eric, when folks work with you, what does that engagement typically look like? Yeah. So um, it can either be kind of a more consultation um, standpoint where they're paying for my time. Like, hey, um, we're not we were looking for SEO, but we don't want to make a big investment. We know SEO can take time to work. So I can I can come in and help consult, like spend a day with them, walk them through kind of a, an audit, um, an assessment of what they're doing for SEO, come up with an action plan and put together recommendations. Um, and then on the other side, it can also be an, an ongoing relationship to help them um, achieve their goals, you know, whether that's getting more leads, getting more online visibility, um, driving more traffic to the website, building out that plan up front, and then helping execute that long term as well. So it can be either bidding a uh, consultation, putting together that plan for them, or actually um, executing that and kind of hitting all those um, SEO checkboxes. Yeah. And then would you say in the world of like, you know, where SEO uh, agencies like on their range of like what their investment is or engagement fees, you know, that sort of thing, uh, would you put yourself as like a, a, a one, two, three, four or $5 sign <laughs> agency? Gotcha. Yeah. No, that that's a, that's a, a good question, right? So um, I'm just going to say it really depends on how much um, is getting done, right? So we personally, we price our engagements based on the amount of time that it's going to take to complete something, right? So we know we've been doing this for Digital Neighbors, been around for seven years. We know how long it takes to write a blog post. We know how long it takes to do outreach for digital PR. We know how long it takes to do technical fixes on the website. And it really just depends on how much work needs to get done. And um, another thing to consider is what niche you're in, right? So if you're um, you know, you said you're in Central Florida as well, so I'm sure you've on the way uh, to the to Publix down the road. You're driving by 12 different personal injury attorney billboards. It's very competitive for personal injury attorneys out there. Same thing in SEO, so that's going to be a bigger investment, right? Because it's a very competitive niche. And so um, it really depends on how much work it's going to take and how competitive that niche is. But long answer short, I would say we're right in the middle. So we're not at one or five dollar signs. I would say we're somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, so your websites, um, hello, Eric Ritter.com and then digital neighbor.com um, for someone that's listening to our, in, our conversation, you know, maybe they're kind of in the research phase and they came across you. And so now they're getting to know you. What would the next steps be? Um, I don't know if you have some, you know, long form content, you know, just something that you'd recommend next, or, you know, maybe that conversation is the next step. Yeah, so actually on my personal website, um, helloericritter.com, um, where I style myself as the SEO sommelier, right? So bring together my two passions of SEO and wine, um, where I kind of, you know, I love wine because of um, all that goes along with it, whether that's uh, 
kind of um, the, the community that um, goes around it, the, all the different types of wine and a sommelier helps you enjoy that, right? And breaks down something that might be very complicated and might be out of reach to something that's really enjoyable. And that's what I want to do with SEO, right? I want to make it approachable for everyone, make it enjoyable so you can understand it. So on my website, um, if you sign up, there is a, a tasting guide with kind of my <laughs> top 10 SEO tips, kind of getting a taste of it there um, with the, the notes and everything there. there. So if someone's interested kind of uh, getting just some um, 10, a little bit more high level SEO tips, they can definitely go to my website and download those. Um, but if you know, you know what you need for SEO, you can set up a meeting with me. I'm happy to do a SEO consultation with anyone and help them kind of figure out what those next steps would be for them to um, execute an SEO, a successful SEO campaign. Yeah. Eric Ritter, again, the founder of Digital Neighbor. Uh, and again, that website is digitalneighbor.com. And then, of course, your personal website, uh, where there's a lot of good stuff there as well. You also speak. Uh, and of course, you hit the media circuit talking about SEO. That website, again, is helloericritter.com. Eric, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.